Welcome to the Think Yourself Healthy Podcast, where you meet the intersection of mind, body, and soul. I'm your host, Heather Duranja, founder of Nutrition Vixen, registered dietitian, nutritionist, personal trainer, and cognitive behavioral specialist. I'm a mother, author, self-improvement junkie, and recovering perfectionist turned professional half-asser. Each week, I'll be bringing on a guest or a topic that will help you go from surviving to thriving. Are you with me? All right, here we go with today's episode. So my name is Heather Garanja. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist, and then I also have a master's in cognitive behavioral therapy. So the combination of the two really tie the whole mind, body, soul um, principles together, which is the foundation from which I teach my practices. And for me, the journey for health and wellness began when I was 18 years old. I was diagnosed with a kidney disease. At the time, could not get health insurance and got kicked off my parents' um, plan because I wasn't a full-time student. And then having a pre-existing condition, I could not get insurance. So I was pretty much um, left to fend for myself when it, when it came to figuring out what to do with this new diagnosis. My doctors had told me that I was looking at dialysis or transplant within five years. And for me, that wasn't really an option considering I did not have health insurance um, and I had a desire to live a prosperous life. So that's where my um, really the beginning of my journey for seeking knowledge began. And um, as I started learning and applying things to my lifestyle, I started to feel better. The better I felt, the more I wanted to learn. So that brings me to where I'm at today. And I have um, coached thousands of people to health, um, better health and wellness, utilizing mindset principles to change behavior. And I absolutely love what I do because I know firsthand the benefits of investing in these kind of principles to uh, be able to achieve longevity and vitality and have an opportunity at living your best life. Um, as I was saying, I have basically reversed engineered the journey that I have personally been on with my health and wellness. And so again, it started with me getting this kidney diagnosis and realizing that I needed to change some of my lifestyle factors, beginning with diet, most importantly. So um, back in that time when I got diagnosed, I can honestly say that my diet pretty much consisted of Cheetos, Skittles, and Mountain Dew, which obviously um, wasn't really nourishing my body and contributing to um, degrading my kidney function. So as I started changing nutrition habits and feeling better, the more I wanted to learn. And um, that took me on the path of deciding that I wanted to be a registered dietitian. And so after going through the, you know, my bachelor's and getting my, um, my certification, my, my boards to be a registered dietitian, I started practicing in diabetes health. And each week I would have diabetic patients come back and they would not make any change. And so at this point in my life and career, I thought to myself, oh my gosh, what have I done? There is no way I'm going to be able to do this for a lifetime. This is not the rewarding profession that I thought I was going into because my true purpose was to help people 
achieve their greatest life. And these diabetic patients were not utilizing the information that I was providing them to empower themselves to live their best life. So I decided that there was something missing and that when it comes to health and wellness, it's not really about lack of education. I think that most of us have a pretty good idea of what we should and should not be doing and that it really comes down to barriers that stand in the way of us being able to make consistent change. So that's when I sought out a master's program and um, decided to dive more into the psychology and how environment impacts our choices when it comes to our lifestyle behaviors. And once I um, started marrying the two, the transformations that I saw not only myself, but also clients having was just phenomenal. And so I was really excited. I was uh, practicing at a really renowned um, high-end gym and having just amazing transformations. And I ended up getting diagnosed with cancer. And so this was kind of like the the big game changer. Um, I was really angry because I was like, wait, I don't understand. I've got the nutrition. I have the exercise down. Why, you know, is why, how, how has this happened to me? And so that's when I had to reflect and dive back into the research and kind of, you know, do some more investigating on how I was able to get to this place. And ultimately, through my journey, what I ended up discovering is that nutrition and exercise are not only, they are not the only components that really contribute to our overall health and well-being. That there are other pillars that we have to take into consideration if we truly want our nutrition and our exercise to be sustainable. So with that being said, that led me on the journey of discovering how stress management, sleep, and gut health also play a huge role in our overall health and well-being. So being that I have this kidney disease, my immune system was suppressed. It acts as an autoimmune disease. And at that time, I had gone through a really nasty divorce. I was raising two teenage daughters on my own, had just gone through a master's program. I was working full-time as a registered dietitian. I was on a commission base, so I was putting long hours in. And then I was also um, bartending part-time to supplement my income so that I could keep my kids in all of their you know, um, specialty sports and, and things of that nature. So what had happened is with the amount of stress that I had been under, the lack of sleep, I was over-utilizing caffeine just to get me through the days, that all contributed along with my kidney disease to weakening the immune system and putting me more susceptible to not being able to fight things off and ultimately getting diagnosed with cancer. So luckily I was able to overcome that and that really shaped the whole pathway in which I decided that we needed to change our approach to the way that we um, try to think about our health and wellness. And that the reality is it all starts with our thoughts. So. I have this concept called conscious eating and conscious eating is really about being present. And the reality is, is that as small children, 
we inherit programs from our environment. So whether it's our parents, our grandparents, our siblings, our school environment, our churches, a combination of all of these environmental factors basically program our neurological system. And then our neurological system sends out chemical messages to our body in, in order for our body to know how to respond and act. And so what I have discovered through practice and research is that we truly are addicted to our behaviors. We basically go about life kind of in this um, autopilot place. We are doing things and not even really being conscious of what we're doing. And when it comes to our healthy lifestyle behaviors, I, I see that being a really big um, contributor to why people are constantly on the yo-yo, the, the hamster wheel of dieting and restricting and going all in and then being able to maintain things for a short period of time. It becomes too overwhelming. So then they fall off the wagon, then they start self-sabotaging because they break that commitment to their self and they're just stuck in this, I'm not worthy, I'm not deserving of X, Y, Z. And the reality is all of these stories that we're telling ourselves of what we can truly achieve are rooted in us as a small child before we are consciously able to make choices for ourselves. And what I find with practice is that most adults go about their entire life operating from these programs that were inherited and they defend them with everything in their being and never really stopping to ask themselves the why behind why they're thinking this way or why they're responding this way or why they're doing this behavior because we're just caught in that autopilot programming and we have trained our neurosystem to respond in a certain way. And therefore we become addicted to the chemical responses in order to thrive and survive. So with the programs that I develop, it really focuses on mindset as the main pillar and having to really dive in and start to consciously think about the why behind what we're doing when it comes to our um, our everyday lifestyle factors that revolve around our eating practices, our sleep, our stress management, our exercise, hydration, how we're taking care of our gut. So the idea of conscious eating is really a, con a, a concept that ties the whole body, mind, and spirit all together so that we can operate, build a new neurologically trained system so that our new autopilot is set to a place that is going to allow us to survive and thrive in our everyday life without having to put a lot of energy and effort into maintaining those behaviors. So that's just kind of a, a little synopsis of where I'm at, um, how I got where I'm at, and the principles in which I teach to others. And so it's a very, very rewarding um, 
profession, I, you know, I don't really think of this as work because I get to enlighten individuals to grow and become their greatest, um, highest selves. And that in itself is so rewarding to see others thrive. And not only do you thrive with making changes, but then all of those around you are naturally impacted by your behaviors. So, um, it's really exciting to think kind of about that ripple effect in, in us as human beings and our collective behavior, how when one of us chooses to, you know, decide consciously that we're going to break the cycles of the programming we've had as a young child and investigate, dive deeper into the why behind why we're doing things and examine whether or not it's truly serving our overall goals our hopes, desires, and dreams for ourselves. As we're doing that work and making those changes, our family, our friends, our coworkers ultimately are impacted because we tend to approach life from a more optimistic perspective. Um, we vibrate at kind of like a higher energy level and energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It's just ex exchanged. And so when I reflect back to that time when I got diagnosed with um, having cancer, it was cervical cancer. And uh, when, I, when I got that diagnosis, I was really angry because ultimately for me, what had happened is I had, um, I had gone through a really nasty divorce and there was a lot of unfortunate things that had occurred. And as a result of that, my ex-husband had cheated on me. And in that process, I had contracted HPV. And so my immune system was suppressed. My body couldn't fight the HPV off. The HPV went into full-blown cervical cancer. So when I find all of this out, I am just super angry at the world. I'm like, you know, awesome. I cannot believe that this is happening to me. Um, what a great parting gift, right? And so what I ended up discovering is that through all of the anger I was harboring, I was just manifesting more physical issues within my body. And when I decided to let go of the anger and start doing the mindset work and going through the process of forgiveness, that I was able to elevate myself to a completely different playground where I was able to consciously make the rules instead of being in that autopilot cycle of being addicted to drama and um, having triggers that would cause me to react in a specific way, which would stimulate my nervous system and be caught in this whole vicious cycle. So one thing that I want to share with you guys to kind of connect all of these pieces and why it's important to consider our thought process and how our mindset is playing a role with our overall behaviors in every aspect of our life, there is a physiological connection to the psychological connection that's happening in our brain. So when an individual has a let's call it negative thought so for instance i'm just going to use the example of a female 
let's say I am unhappy at the weight I am in within my body and I walk past a mirror and I catch a glimpse of myself and I look in the mirror and I say to myself, oh, you, God, look at those hips, look at that gut, look at that butt, like, why can't you just get your blank together? What's your problem? We get caught in this shaming and guilting type of mindset that has been programmed since a young child. And so our thoughts immediately go to those places of shame. Well, shame also happens to be the number one emotion that elicits the stress response within the body. So the second we have that negative thought associated with shame, we turn on what is called our fight or flight mechanism. And the body basically at this point goes into survival mode. So our body cannot differentiate between physical, mental, and emotional stress. All it knows is that it is in a stressed state and that survival is threatened. Therefore, there is a very specific hormonal pattern that occurs and it, the, the whole point of this hormonal process is to basically keep our brain, lungs, and heart functioning. Those three components, those three organs are vital to our survival. So the body is literally allocating all of its resources just to neutralize the bloodstream. So the second we have that negative thought, this hormonal cascade happens, which alters the pH of our blood system. And when that pH is altered, it becomes more acidic, which is very dangerous to our heart, lungs, and brains. So the body is literally pooling all of its resources just to neutralize the bloodstream. So you can imagine if we're constantly in this cycle, this fight or flight cycle, we are literally taking everything we have just to stay alive by neutralizing the blood system. And over time, things like hormones, hormone balance that impact our adrenal glands, our thyroid function, they start to decrease because those things aren't necessary for immediate survival. So this is where we see, um, you know, uh, adrenal exhaustion, we start to see infertility issues, estrogen dominance, um, decrease in testosterone, all kinds of imbalances with our sex hormones. Another thing that happens is um, when we initiate that fight or flight system, which is our central nervous system, it immediately shuts off our parasympathetic nervous system, which is our rest and digest. So we no longer have the ability to digest food appropriately, to heal and repair the body appropriately. And so that has a negative impact on our immune system, our body's ab ability to heal and repair tissues. It contributes to the inflammatory process. Once we start developing systemic or chronic inflammation throughout the body, that's when we basically open up the doorway to inviting chronic disease to get in and set in at a cellular basis. We, um, 
start having issues with like blood sugar regulation. And so this is when we start to see weight gain happening because our thyroid and adrenal systems have taken a hit. Um, and we're just caught, we're like trapped in this just very vicious physiological cycle of destruction. And we're not even mindful and aware that it is all beginning with the thoughts that we're having on a daily on a daily basis. So with the programs I teach, um, we really focus on how we are able to take control of that fight or flight system so that we can allow our bodies the peace it needs so that we can move into rest and digest in order to optimize all of our, physio our physiology within our being in order to ensure longevity and vitality. I know that all of us work extremely hard. We make lots and lots of sacrifices. We have a ton of stressors. We've got family obligations, work obligations, and typically we tend to, you know, take care of ourselves last. So you can imagine if the body is going through all of that just to neutralize the blood system from a negative thought associated with shame. If you take into consideration lack of sleep, not putting good nutrition in the body, not staying appropriately hydrated, not taking time to do restorative uh, practice with things like breathing and meditation or just taking a bath or a walk in nature, committing to regular exercise, we are fast tracking the program to self-destruction. And so that's why in the United States, we see such a huge prevalence of chronic disease. Stress is the number one contributor to the five of the six leading diseases, which is heart disease. Um, we have heart disease, we have diabetes, metabolic syndrome, obesity, and, um, and then, uh, um, I, I'm drawing a blank. Anyway, you get my point. So I think that with where we are at right now with this whole COVID-19 and quarantine, we've all faced some unbelievable things in our lives at this point that we never imagined we would ever, ever have to experience. Now is a better time than ever to kind of take a step back and do some reflecting on where we're at. Are we being conscious within our being? Are we being present? What do our eating habits actually look like? What kind of foods am I putting into my body? Are these foods nourishing me or are these foods promoting disease? So as I mentioned earlier, if we have a thought that elicits a response that causes the blood to become more acidic, imagine putting refined processed high sugar foods into the body when the body doesn't even have the ability to digest and absorb nutrients appropriately because we're constantly in this state of fight or flight. If we're putting really poorly nutrient foods into our body, we are not nourishing ourselves at all. We, you know, this is where we start developing a lot of deficiencies. Deficiencies lead to um, 
making the body have to work even harder just to maintain respiration, make our brains function, to keep our heart beating. And this is why I find that most people are just in a constant state of exhaustion and fatigue. So hopefully this, um, you know, I could go on and on forever about all of this information. There's so much to dive into. That's why I have pretty much taken everything that I've learned over the last 25 years of my journey and reversed engineered it into a program that I am going to be releasing, which is, um, it's going to be called Conscious Eating. So this really ties all of the components that are associated with the mind, the body, and the soul, because they all work synergetically. If we put all of our energy and effort into just our eating and exercise habits, we aren't attending to other areas of our life that also need attention, which tend to be our restorative practice. Um, we're going to be out of alignment and it really makes it more favorable for those autopilot programs to come in and hijack our bodies and our behaviors without us even consciously being present and basically um, partaking. We, it just happens. We don't even do it by choice. It's just a natural state. I'm sure the analogy I'll use is um I'm sure many of you have gotten in your car and next thing you know, you're pulling into your garage or your driveway and you kind of put the vehicle into park and you sit there for a second and think to yourself, how the heck did I get here? You have no recollection of even going through the process of driving your vehicle from point A to point B. And that is how most of us are going about our lives and our behaviors we're not even present. We're just in that autopilot program that we inherited from our environment that literally has trained our neurological system to be dependent on specific chemicals to be released into the bloodstream in order to survive and thrive. Um, when I say thrive in that sense, that's the way the body has been trained to respond. And that isn't necessarily thriving in a way that is going to allow us to reach our fullest potential, live the greatest quality of life possible in order for us to achieve longevity and vitality. So I go into all of these things um, very in-depthly in my program, the program I am going to be doing for free. Um, I'm really excited about this. It's, it's really a passion project. I've worked very hard, years and years of research and application, and then going back to the drawing board and you know redoing certain components and diving back in. And so anyway, I'm at a point now where I'm in the final phases of program development. It is going to basically have all of the tools that you are going to need in order to retrain your brain and Think differently about the approach you take when it comes to your health and well-being so you can start living your optimal life. And um, again, I just truly feel so blessed to be able to share this information with you guys today. I hope that you have found this engaging and interesting and will leave you at least thinking 
a little bit differently about the approach you take this weekend. Um, I like to think less tends to be more. So hopefully you'll um, maybe decide to want to do one thing differently in order to attend to your self-care needs as you approach the weekend. So thank you guys. I will, um, I will put a link for the free program for anyone who is interested in signing up for that, which will give you updates on when that will be available. And it's going to be a 21 day process. So I'm excited to um, share that journey with anyone who is interested. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Think Yourself Healthy podcast. I'm so grateful that you stopped by. If you could just take a minute to share this episode with someone you think who would love it, it would be amazing. Take a screenshot that you've listened to the episode and tag at Think Yourself Healthy and myself at Nutrition Vixen so that I can share it. Leave a review on iTunes to let us know how much you loved being here and what you want to hear next. Until next time, don't forget to think yourself healthy. Thanks again, guys. Bye.